everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to hear the second part of my interview with fame-endorsed teacher trainer and early childhood specialist Connie Greenwood. In our first episode, Connie talked about how someone interested in holding infant-toddler classes might begin to do so. Today, the focus is more on the businessy side of things, the side that is very confusing to me. So I hope you enjoy listening to it. There's a lot of great information, so let's get right to it. All right, well, welcome back to the podcast. Um, We are here again with Connie Greenwood. We did a podcast talking about people who want to do a first steps in music class, and they're kind of wanting to get outside of the regular classroom. And we started by talking about some first steps, which is really the only way I can think of to say. First steps and first steps. Uh, We talked about what is called the statutory employee. And now I wanted Connie to talk more about that because it's really important. I think something you said in the last podcast was powerful, and that is it's crucial to be informed. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I'm the kind of person who tends to be like, "Eh, I don't want to know because I don't understand business Mm -hmm. things. But when you start to step outside of a regular quote unquote, Mm -hmm. position job, it behooves you to -hmm. know because of liability. Right. So please talk about that. Well, I can just talk about my Your experience, experience, of course. You know, and so many there's so many different variations yeah. on everything. So, I just have to share that it's a wonderful opportunity for if somebody is wanting to retire or you want to have a family. Right. It's a great um, way to continue your teaching. Yeah. To be your own boss, and to. Um, give your family what they need and have flexibility. Yeah. That's so really... I just want to say, like, for me, it's been um, a great opportunity sure. to learn. So I've, I have had to learn. So well, the first thing that you need to do is get this endorsed title agreement from Dr. Fire Robin. So I always tell people, if you want to use First Steps in Music in the title of your business. Like officially. Officially, you need to do that. Now, if you're not going to use First Steps in Music in your title, you don't have to do that. Yeah, I think that's something wonderful Mm -hmm. that John does. Yes, I think it is too. And I think everybody should do it, actually, because it just, it makes you feel connected. Sure. So even if you don't use First Steps in Music, you you still feel I'm connected to, uh, you know, the First Steps in Music community. Right. You know, and I'm going to, it's a little bit of accountability Mm -hmm. because you're going to agree, you know, I'm going to do that eight-part lesson plan. I mean, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is best for children. So that's the first thing to do. Oh, so so let me just stop you just for a second. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that the people who don't know this mm-hmm. understand it. Um, to get that, mm-hmm. the, to get the permission to use the words first steps or mm-hmm. first steps in music mm-hmm. in the title of your business or your class, you need to have been trained. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes, you have to take the training. So you have to be FAME certified, which mm-hmm. is go out with either Dr. Fireobin or one of the endorsed teacher trainers mm-hmm. in one of their three to five to two week long, three to five days, mm-hmm. two week long classes. Mm-hmm. At least a 20 hour class. Yes, so a 20 hour certification mm-hmm. course through FAME. Once you get that, you will write to the organization mm-hmm. and request, mm-hmm. what's it called? It's called an endorsed title agreement. Okay endorsed title agreement and that's and that's pretty much it as far as the fame organization right the kind of 
not legal, but I can't think of the right word, right. <laughs> official thing that you have to do. Right. And um, usually Dr. Feyerabend will sign that mm -hmm. and get it back to you. And once you have that, then you can come up with your name yep. for your business. And you can brand it. You can use it in branding. Right. And... Right. So, um, you know, um, then you have to go to the Secretary of, of State of your of state. Of your state. And to find a, don a domain name. Okay. So you go on the Secretary of State website and you find out whether your name has been taken okay. already. So when you say domain name, do you mean like a website name or um, like a business like name? Like a business name. Oh, a business name. Okay. Right. So the Secretary of State has all of that. And so for me, it was Greenwood Music Services. Right. And nobody had that. Right. And just for your state. Mm -hmm. Right, because somebody could have that somewhere else. Right, in Colorado. And really, everything we're talking about is very specific to your state. Yes, every so state has different rules. You must go find that out because mm -hmm. we are not lawyers. Right, we are <laughs> this not. This is lawyers. my disclaimer. This is yes. please seek legal counsel. We That's are just right. talking about mm -hmm. Connie's experience. Right. So that was the first thing we did, and then you can use that to set up a business email account or a Facebook page, or you can set up your own website. Okay. Um, you can use Google Forms for online registration, all of these all of these things. You can do a logo. Right, right. Right? So um, this is your branding. Right. Right? So that's, that's the first thing you do. So now, just to recap, mm -hmm. the first thing is we got trained. Yes. Through fame. Mm -hmm. Then uh, the person writes to the fame organization, mm -hmm. gets the signed... Title agreement. Title agreement. Agreement. Mm -hmm. Title agreement uh, from Fame. Mm -hmm. Now they go to their Secretary of State mm -hmm. to find a domain name. Yes. And to ensure that it's not being used. Mm -hmm. And once they get approval mm -hmm. for that, now we can start right building your business. Yeah. Through your emails or your Facebook. Sure. Or you your know, website. Or your website. All those things. So that's the first step. After you do that, then um, you have to go to the Secretary of State um, website for um, to get or to get registered. Okay. It's so called, you mean mm -hmm. so this is another mm -hmm. visit to the Secretary of State website. The website, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, or you could go in in person, and it for me, I went there. Oh, and did you? It was one hundred twenty dollars. Okay. Right, and that was to to be registered okay. with the state. All right. Yes. So that's the next thing. And then you have to get your EIN, <clears throat> Employer Identification Number, and that's used to identify your business. Is it's, that for tax stuff? Yes. It's like your social security number. For your business. For your business. And it's um, required for a bank account hmm. and to purchase liability insurance. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And that is obtained free of charge through the IRS the IRS website. hey uh-huh the website so um, you can go to www.irs.gov and go under the self-employed and um, apply for the EIN employer identification number okay online Excellent. Yep. So if you want to have your bank account, that's what you have to have. You mean like a business bank account? Yes, a business bank Do you like how I'm pretending to know something about oh, business? Oh, well, <laughs> you know. I'm following very closely what and, you're saying. You know, I just walk through all these things. So yeah. I'm learning, you know, I learned, you know, to do this. And I didn't know any right, of this. But right. 
Um, but now you do. But now I do. And yeah. I have my own separate bank account for my Greenwood Music Services, Excellent. which is fabulous. Because then when I get paid, checks go to Greenwood Music Services. Right. And the best part about it is the IRS doesn't see me. You right. Know, you I are am not, not liable. to that. Nope. I am called a disregarded entity. Yeah. So if the one time in life you want to be a disregarded entity, I want you to not notice me. Right. Other, you know, it's the one time. (laughs) So um, that's, that's important to do so that you're all set with the IRS because what, well, you know, if you didn't do that, if there was an accident in your class, um, you could be sued. Yeah. You personally, so personally you could be be sued and all of your assets would be accessible Mm. for them. So, so doing this separates yes. you, you personally from your business. Right. My personal assets are separated from my business. Good, because right. I've got a lot of assets. I'm and sure you do. That is a joke. <laughs> I have no assets. <laughs> well, whatever you have, have. I do have an auto harp. That's pretty nice. <laughs> and a ukulele. Well, you want to hang on to that. That's pretty I, important. I don't want no kid taking away my mm, auto harp. No, that's right. Okay, so now we've gone through. We've gotten our training. Mm-hmm. We've gotten our thing from fame. We went to the uh, Secretary of State for our state's website to get a domain name. Yes. And we got... An EIN. EIN. Which is an But that was from the IRS? Yes, from the IRS. But I feel like there was something else from the state, Secretary of State, we were supposed Um, to get. We um, registered. Yes. Okay, so let me say it again. Mm -hmm. So I get trained Mm -hmm. through fame. Mm -hmm. I get the endorsed... (laughs) Endorsed title agreement from Dr. Fireman. I get certified through fame. I get an endorsed title agreement from Dr. Feyerabend. I go to the Secretary of State and get a domain name. And then I, what's the next one? You tell me. Okay, then you um, register. It's called File Articles of Organization. Through the Secretary of State website. Yes. So really I'm going there and doing two things. The domain name. Yes. And then I'm registered. Right. I actually did those at two different times. Right. Yeah. So I first if you I could did do the them domain. at the same time. Yeah. It, I'm sure right. it doesn't matter. So those two things. And then I get the EIN, mm-hmm. the employee. Employer Identification number. number. Which is like your social security number for your business. Right. And it's from the IRS. And once we have that, yes. we can... We're doing, well, first of all, we started like the branding stuff and mm-hmm. making a website, a Facebook page, an mm-hmm. Instagram account, Twitter, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, and then a bank account. Mm-hmm. And now we move on to what's next. Right. And so there might be some other things you have to register for, like the business entity tax. Mm, that sounds fun. So um, my <laughs> husband is a tax consultant. Oh. So the taxes are a big deal to him. Sure. So I have to pay all of these taxes. <laughs> so um, we have to register for that. It's called the BET. The Not um, to be confused with Black Entertainment Network. Okay. Oh, wait, no, that's <laughs> Black Entertainment Network. What is BET? Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's business entity tax. Business mm-hmm. entity You tax. have to register for that. Okay. So it's no big deal. And is that in every state or is that a national thing? Well, in the state of Connecticut. So these are things that they will help you with. They will walk you through that. Okay. So, um, but that was important okay. for us to do that. 
Okay, then you have to decide whether you are going to get certain licenses and permits. So if you want to sell, let's say you want to sell First Steps in Music CDs. In your class. Yeah, in your class. Right, to your students. Right, then, and you want to, you know, set up a, an account for that, then you have to ask for a license. Okay. Or a permit. From the... The state. Secretary of State? Mm-hmm. That Secretary of State is very busy. Yes. Mm-hmm. The state government website will okay. give you more information okay. on that. But well, how would you know what... This might be above your pay grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, okay, so bottom line is you should find out about that. Right. Everything you do yes. in your business, you should make sure it's above board. Yes. If you're going to sell something, mm-hmm. make sure you right. check to see if there is right. some kind of certificate or license mm-hmm. that you need to do that. Right. Okay. That's the best way to, to answer yeah. that. So since I don't sell my CDs, the, my CDs are built into the cost of the, the cost of the class. So when they pay for the class, that that cost so in is certain absorbed into Yeah, that. in certain schools that's what they get because they have paid into that. Okay. In other schools they don't pay into it. So they don't get one. Right. right. Okay. Pretty simple. <laughs> so, you know, um, you get what you get, right? right? Exactly. You don't get upset. <laughs> so that's it, you know, different things. So, but I don't generally sell my material. I don't sell. If I want to, I could. Sure. But you'd have to Right. Be, perhaps get these. Be prepared for that. Okay. Right. So once you've done mm-hmm. those, you've checked for these certificates, right. licenses. Right. Please then, tell me we're getting to the end of yes, the business stuff. <laughs> we are going to now purchase liability insurance. Boo. This so is the I'm hard sorry. Part. <laughs> but, you know, what we did was we went to um, an insurance company and we actually consolidated a lot of our insurance. Okay. So our car insurance, our homeowner's insurance, our business insurance. We consolidated it and we actually got money back. Because we did what? that. We shopped around. Sweet. We found some good prices. And that money. The benefits of being married to a tax person well, who was, thinks like a business person. Yeah. But it was also finding a good, um, a good insurance. insurance company. Okay. So, you know, they did their research. And they That's found great. some good prices for us. So that money we took and we bought liability insurance uh-huh. for my LLC. That is a smart so, thing. And I'll tell you, it was about $600. Okay. So well, that's not bad. Right. For me to be insured. Now, do you, wait, is that every year you're yes, paying 600 Every year. Every year. <laughs> do you like how my first thought was it that's was just okay. one time that you paid it? I know. It's a good question. Because I live like in a, like Alice in Wonderland existence mm-hmm. when it comes it's to money. It's a good question. All right. So every year you're paying every that. Every year. Right. Which is not terrible if you're doing this more and mm-hmm. more as your right. primary source of income. That's what gives you the freedom. Yeah. Okay. So now I have... I have my LLC. I'm registered with the state. I have my bank account all set up. Okay. I have my branding. I have my liability insurance. Now I have freedom. Right. So I can go to Let's these go places. Let's go teach some kids. I can go out into. <laughs> I can be a contractor. Right. I can be a um, a personal, you know, contractor, and okay. they can hire me. I was gonna say that um, the libraries offer this program called SCORE. It, it's um, www.score.org. Okay. And I actually met with some businessmen in the libraries. It's free. Wow. And they give you counsel. And oh, they, is that what SCORE is? Yes, that's what SCORE uh, is. It's like retired businessmen. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's a great resource that um, towns offer, states offer. So you oh, can look great. into that, www.score.org. We should start one for like retired music teachers to help and it could be called score 
<laughs> but that I guess score. it's already taken. Yes. Okay, so so that's a great yes. resource available. That is to a great people. resource. Yes. So then again, you're going, you're doing your bank account. You're getting it established. You have your credit card. You've got your insurance. You've got your insurance. Um, you have some filing fees, maybe through your state. So you're going to have to find those things oh, yeah, out. Yeah. You know, for Connecticut, it's another twenty dollars. I'm going to go hug my principal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have to think about it. And this it. is where you get your CPA. Yes, exactly. Involved. Get a CPA. Okay. Right. So that's. You know, if you're not like detail orientated, yeah. then that is where and that, that's, worth that's it. golden. Yeah. Right. And then when you do your tax filings, your CPA will help you. Sure. So um, I just have to say this I cannot declare myself as home based employment. Okay. Because I teach, in t- I teach during their school hours. Right. So because I teach during their school hours, I am considered an independent contractor. All right. Okay, so if I taught like 7 o'clock, then maybe I could be at home-based business. So right. that to me has been kind of the hardest thing for me to understand that because I have all my stuff in my house. I, I teach out of my home. I I have a designated space in my basement where I keep all my instruments. Right. But um, because I teach during their school hours, I cannot be a home-based business. Hmm. So that's, that's another thing. You can hash that out with your CPA. Go ahead and do that. But I have hashed it out and, and um, come out on the losing end. <laughs> we, my husband doesn't feel comfortable. You know, I wish I could declare my clothing. Right. I wish I could declare my my gas. Right. You know? Which you can do if you're home based. Right. But I can't do it. The only thing I can do is um, I can deduct it from my taxes. Hey. You know, I can do that. Right. You know, my um, purchases okay. that I do for my business, I can do that. I can do that. Okay. So that's something you guys can figure out in your own situations. But definitely situations. something you want to talk about right. with your CPA. You want to CPA. work that out, yes. And then just to end things, mm-hmm. do you want to just talk a little bit about becoming an LLC? Or is that just too much? Well, that's kind of what we just talked about. Is that what that... That oh, okay. is really what we just talked about. Okay. Well... That's how to so become an LLC. So once you've done all that, mm-hmm. does like a fairy come down and say, and no. You are registered with the state. Okay, that's actually the big thing. Right. Once you're registered with the state, then you are an LLC. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what it is. Oh, I yes. didn't know that. So your other option, this is your other option, would just to be to be an independent contractor. Right. And to just buy your own personal li- liability insurance. Okay. You can okay. do that. All right. You don't have to register with the state. You don't have to do the EIN, all these things. You can just say, I'm going to be an independent contractor. Right. I'm going to put the money in my personal bank account with all the other family stuff. Right, right. And I can get my own personal liability insurance. That is an option. But you're putting yourself at risk, potentially. Yeah. Your assets. Are- yeah. See, I mean, you do have liability insurance, so you are covered. Right. But when it comes to your tax time, it's a little harder to go through all your itemized deductions. Right. So when you do have it on a separate bank account, then you know for sure, okay, this is right. This a is definitely deduction, deduction, this. deduction, right. right. You okay. know, when you go on a business trip, when you go to a fame conference, right, right. that's a business trip. Now I can write that hey, off as a tax nice. deduction. Yeah. So that that's a that's a benefit. But um um what was I, I can't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, so 
what I didn't realize as you were talking was you are an LLC. I am. What's the step at which you actually, it's like, when, when are you declared man and wife? When the preacher says it, when right. you kiss. So when in, are you an LLC? When you register with the state, yes. uh, secretary of state. Yes. Not the domain. No, thing, not the domain. The register. Yes. And then they're right. like, all of magic. that. You are an LLC. Yes. Well, you know, you pay into it and sure. you become that LLC. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And there's, you know, you just have to go to the Secretary of State and find out, you know, what does your state require. Yeah. And and you can do that. All but right. you don't have to do that. Right. I'm just saying that that's how that's I decided. A, right. And I think maybe the the one huge takeaway here, especially because let's reiterate, we're not lawyers. Mm-hmm. Neither one of this us is are just tax my experience. People, right. We're just talking about your mm-hmm. experience. Um. Get a CPA, mm-hmm. a good one, right? And hash it out with them. Yes. Talk about your options, right? And make sure you know all the scenarios, right? And then decide, mm-hmm. go forward, and then you can go out, right? Um, yes. And when we meet again, you and I, we right. will talk about the fun stuff. Oh, good. Because contrary to what your husband thinks, this is not <laughs> the fun stuff. <laughs> This is yeah. the not fun I've stuff, but important. I'm starting to enjoy it okay, more. Okay, now you've gone crazy. Yeah, I'm starting to enjoy it because it's like, guess what? I'm the president. That's right. Yeah. That's kind of nice. That's kind of <laughs> so, cool to be the president of something. Right. So, yeah. But definitely, I mean, there's so many little details Yeah. that um, it's good to have another mind looking Absolutely. at all these details. And especially one that's trained right. in these How to very look for things. These things yeah. And I bet they never felt bad about charging anybody. Oh, yeah. Right. You know. They never were like, I wonder how much I should right. charge for this service. Right. So thank you again. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. This is really great information. And even though it might not be the same in every state, mm-hmm. or th- it gives people an idea, at least of the magnitude mm-hmm. of what you're doing. It's not just... Now I'm declaring myself, you know, I'm going to go out and start teaching. Right, right. Uh, or even teaching out of your home. Right. Like, they don't right. like that. Homeowners. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Homeowners yeah, yeah. insurance. No, so oh, thank there's you. There's timer. <laughs> so thank you um, again for sharing from your wealth of knowledge. And I really look forward to the podcast when we dig into teaching mm-hmm. infant child, parent child, mm-hmm. classes, preschool classes, and stuff like that. So thank you for joining us again. Thank you. I look forward to it. Did you take notes? I know I did for that time in the future, that time I dream about when I start my first steps in music with Dr. Missy Baby Empire. Or maybe I can just do one consistent regular class outside my real job. And speaking of which, today's Ask Me Anything is way meta because it's something I've been asking myself a lot in the past few years. What can I do to make my students feel seen? As I've mentioned before, I've come to realize in the past few years that I should be doing more to see my students as the unique individuals they are. But of course, this is very hard, as you know, when you see and interact with the entire population of a school or, heavens to Murgatroyd, more than one school. One thing I continue to be dedicated to is ensuring that I ask my students how to pronounce their names and I work hard until I get them right. And I try to greet them with their names as often as possible, not just in music class, but whenever I see them in the building or out of it. It seems like a small thing, but really it's not. And it makes a huge difference to students as it does to me when somebody knows my name. I'm being more purposeful in talking to the classroom teachers to find out about how students are doing overall 
and I continue to try to more intentionally reach out to parents with positive things that are happening with their students in the music class, as well as trying to find out about music making that happens in their homes and their communities. I'd love to hear how you try to do this in your own program. If you have questions about anything we discussed on this episode, or you want to give me those ideas about knowing your students better, I'd encourage you to head to our Facebook page, The Tuneful, Beatful, Artful Music Teacher, and start up a discussion or just ask some questions. As always, you can write to us here at the Tuneful, Beatful, Artful podcast at gmail.com. This podcast is generously supported by the Fire Island Association for Music Education. I hope you remember... Please visit FireRobinMusic.org for more information, as well as more information on Dr. Firerobin and his programs and his resources. If you haven't done so, would you please consider subscribing to the podcast and reviewing it wherever you listen? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I know you are busy and your time is valuable, so I hope it was encouraging, that it made you think, and that it was helpful. And until next time... Always remember to keep doing everything you can to create a more tuneful, beatful, artful world.